0: Just driving
1: around, always using the phase to keep it real. This was real, and that's one of the hottest podcasts around. I definitely suggest it. Check
2: them out. Can you make me a beat, Valentine?
1: Boss T, let's get it. Have you ever been hungry and can't eat? Have you ever been thirsty and can't drink? Have you ever been tired and can't sleep? What would you do if you knew you
0: were all three? I've been down and down when nobody cares. When mm-hmm. falls down, you ain't got no
1: choice but way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause it's a
0: hard life, it's all right Gotta get back up somehow Don't count me out Hard life, it's all right Gotta get back up somehow Don't count me out Hard life, it's all right Nigga, get back up, you gotta fight Bossy
1: Hey, y'all What's up? this fade. Um, I want to explain to y'all and show y'all why we're in a fallacy, um, why this American system is not gonna work. It's been working on a lie, and um, it been set up by a lie. So, what you talking about, fade? So, what you talking about,
3: fade? let This was all masterfully planned and executed. During the Civil War, the Constitutional Republic abandoned Congress, which forced President Lincoln to issue martial law. At this time, the Republic was taken over by foreign insurgents who replaced it with the United States of America, Inc. in all caps, in 1871. A corporation that had the same name, the United States, what better way to replace it without anyone noticing that they just got turned into a business and commercialized. Now this corporation was later purchased by the banking powers behind the fed in 1912, the fed was created in 1913. Why did this happen? Well, the U S was bankrupt. When we sold the United States to foreign banking cartels, if you will, salvage liens were placed on every asset. Check this out, including the people, of the new federalized states. Now let's fast forward to 1933. An income tax was placed on the people to pay these foreign bankers.
1: See, they already had the flam flam right there. You know, two flam flam. How you gonna sell a country that is not yours to somebody else? How you gonna sell something that you never purchased? That's the one mindset of the situation. And then... Black men and black women in slavery. So this is how they put the okie-dokie on the Caucasian man and the Caucasian woman. These taxes and paying all these and all this. This is white folks. That, that, that Caucasian people, what they do. Now they pressed on everybody so everybody can go through this policy. Y'all
3: check it out. And let's analyze. Who own the IMF, which owns the IRS. Look into what the IRS actually is. Who is the IMF owned by? You got to follow the money. Who funds it? It's the same people that own the United States, Inc. Same few families, and they're not American. So when I say foreign insurgents, that's what I mean. So 1933, USA, Inc. goes bankrupt. An income tax is placed on its people. In other words, you and I were turned into property. Look it up. We were turned into cattle, and we were collateralized in order to turn us, humans, flesh and blood, into a means of paying off a massive debt. But the problem is, is that while you are technically a person, you've entered into contracts that you're completely unaware of, such as your birth certificate, social security number, etc., that are all saying, I consent to being collateralized. You're living as property, as opposed to living as a blood and flesh natural being. On paper, you are property. You are a corporation right now. You might be hearing this and thinking, we're fucked. Or property? Are you kidding me? And that's true. And property doesn't have rights. But here is both the blessing and the curse. There are multiple of you. Just like there's multiple United States of America's sleight of hand, remember? What hat do they want to wear? There are multiple of you. The insane irony in all of this is the fact that they are actually now liable for all of your alleged obligations, aka debts. That's what a debt means. You can play a wrong move in chess and still win the game. And commerce is chess. Their greatest attempt to set us back actually is their greatest weakness. How can we owe debt if the United States is liable for all of its property? If we're its property, then it's the United States burden to pay our debt. And that is exactly what the law says. I'm going to leave you guys with two different codes that I highly recommend you look into. First is going to be the House Joint Resolution Act. 192, And when that occurred, the dollar was turned into what is called Federal Reserve debt notes. If we're being asked to pay debts, but all we are given from the system is debt notes, aka fiat money to pay back those debts. How can we pay a debt with a debt? I just want you to sit with that. They never gave you lawful money. They never gave you gold. They never gave you silver. The other side of it is looking into 18 USC eight, 18 United States code You're gonna come to find out that that's literally telling you that the United States is liable for all debt. All of your debt, the United States is liable for it. How can you pay a debt with debt notes? Don't let that go over your head. They already got paid. Whoever's coming after you, saying you owe a debt, whatever, they already got paid. Why would you be paying it twice? Common law, a completely different, higher level set of law that comes from God, the creator, is for a natural blood and flesh man. And yet you have been following legal law your entire life.
4: Hey guys, Ben Barlow, You're Right, Your Life. Hey, I want to touch base with you on how they trapped us into Admiralty Maritime Law. So let's work through this. In 1932, they turned every hospital into a foundling hospital. A foundling hospital is a location which now includes police departments, fire departments, uh, CPS de- uh, Department of Family Services, they turned them all into foundling locations. A foundling location is where you can go, anyone can go up and drop their kids off with no retribution against them without breaking the law and just give up their kids. So every hospital got turned into a foundling hospital in 1932. In 1933, they created the birth certificate process. In that birth certificate process, It turned you from a – you were born as a sovereign like our founding fathers fought for their independence to become sovereign instead of citizens. The 1933 birth certificate process turned you back into a citizen, and this whole entire time that we've been through the school system, the, what I call the public indoctrination centers, they've indoctrinated us into thinking that citizenship is the next best thing to, and to apple pie and baseball, and is we should be so proud of our citizenship, but what they didn't tell you is that it was a yoke around your neck. It trapped you under, under Admiralty Maritime Law.
1: See, fam, this is why I'm telling you this okie doke, And I hope the ones that don't believe it or or in, in denial, because if I would have said it, oh, fate, you think you know everything. Yeah. But I let the Caucasian man tell you what the law is and how the flint flam is. You know what I'm saying? Because everything is delusional. This is how they had our people and set it up on our people. Now they setting it up on everybody. Well, it worked on them niggas. We can go and see. We can make it work on the whole world. And so this is what they do, man. And we all in this delusional, we in this delusional bag. And we think this bag is something else. And this bag is nothing but a trap bag. Let's
4: analyze i going to go into a multiple part series to help you understand what they did and how they did it. This is just the first part. Citizenship is a yoke around your neck. Citizenship, it, what that stands for, city is municipal. Zen is servant. So as a citizen, you are a municipal servant to the state, the state being government, the federal government. You are a federal United States citizen. So now I want you to think about something because this is what it comes down to. Washington, D.C. is where the federal government's at. Washington, D.C. is not a part of the United States. Washington, D.C. is a territory. It's not even owned by the United States. It's owned by the corporation.
1: See, young fella, this is for y'all, man, because this is not what y'all are teaching y'all at school. You know, this is the information that y'all need to know, but they ain't teaching you this in school because they want y'all to be in the mindset that y'all are in now. You know, if you go, that's why I tell y'all young fellas, when y'all go, when y'all start going against the grain and catching all this information and knowledge, knowing that y'all in the trap hat and that you still is in prison or war, because everything, the inheritance of this right now lies on y'all, man. You know, y'all gonna have to suffer the hardcore things that go on because it's getting worse. So this is what y'all young fellas have to listen and understand. You know, y'all gotta put away that, that crazy stuff and all that other stuff and get on some intellectual stuff so that you know what the true reason is, what you should be learning, why is America is America, and what's the fallacy and the wickedness of America. And I told you, the earth is given to the hands of the wicked. And now we working out and finding out who's the wicked, right? So let's
4: analyze. corporation that runs the United States of America that holds its allegiance and loyalty to the Vatican and to the crown. It's not our government, it's their government. So being a citizen, you are a citizen that is loyal to the crown and the Vatican. Let that sink in for a minute because you got to understand what that means. You are a United States citizen, which is a federal citizen. You don't even live where you think you live. You reside where you're at. You actually are living in Washington, D.C., and all your records are located in Washington, D.C., in the library. So think about that. You are here to incur debt.
1: And you have C. You see how it works. Y'all see how, how the flim flam goes. This is what not, what they're not teach y'all in their school. Because the wicked is not going to teach you, show you their hand. That's why they diluted the school system. That's why you don't get the proper education and the knowledge that you should get. And then that's why they put it in the book and then raise the price of the book so you won't even be able to afford it. Now, we're going to check out some more stuff on the wickedness of what they do and how they do it. The earth is is given to the hands. Listen to me, y'all. The Bible says the earth is given to the hands of the wicked, right? And, And in the hands of a wicked, we got to understand how the wicked roll, what the wicked do, and who the wicked is. Because the Bible said, once you recognize who the wicked one is, then the coming of the Most High, and we ready for the Most High to come and do what He got to do. Because we got next. And if we, if you're not excited like, like Christmas, like some old special day that you've been yearning for, if you're not excited like that, that you got next, then you need a whole lot more work. Let's analyze
4: write you're your life. Hey, I want to touch base with you on how they
5: trapped us in into- 1913. The Federal Reserve Act was passed floor of the house where three members of Congress were on the floor. At that time, they only needed a majority of votes to pass it. So in 1913, the Federal Reserve Act was passed. 20 years later, 1933, under Roosevelt, the United States was declared Bankrupt. And in
1: 1933 the Federal Reserve private bank says, okay. Okay, this is what I want y'all to analyze. How can a United States be bankrupt, right? You know, by that time our forefathers were still in slavery. The cotton, they were selling cotton like it was, like it was out out of stock, right? So how can a country that been stolen? And then start building, be bankrupt. See, this is the mindset y'all got to ask yourself. This is what the questions I want y'all to ask yourself. Maybe y'all got the answers. And then, you know, you can throw the answers out to somebody else that, you know, or put it out there. Because you can't, how can my thing is, you come over here and stole some land, and it's supposed to be farmland. And people prosper because if the Indians and all leave was in this land, how in the hell they gonna be bankrupt? If Africa land was what it was, how in the hell is gonna be bankrupt? This is when the wickedness starts start stirring up, y'all. you this is what y'all don't realize. This is how the wickedness is start stirring up to get to where it is right now. This is what what they saying now is what's the build up. For what we got now. Let's analyze.
5: Hey, USA, what are you going to pledge as collateral on the debt you owe me? What happened by 1936? Does anybody know? Yeah, we instituted social security system and you and I and our children and our children's children were pledged as collateral on the debt of our government to the Federal Reserve. And that's where we're at today. It took 20 years to make this country bankrupt. And since then, our government...
1: See, this is what y'all don't understand, black man and black woman. We wouldn't... We wouldn't... Why, why are y'all holding in the debt? Or why are y'all applying yourself into their narrative? Because we was in captivity. We wouldn't... We weren't a part of their society. We weren't in that. So... Oh, see how they drafted us in there? Oh, you're a citizen. Now you're a citizen. So you're working. You're the citizen of the, this corporation. You know. so this is not the mindset. So this is why they put on application. You're a citizen. You're a citizen. You're a citizen. So you're a citizen of the corporation. Now y'all got to understand that. And all the flam flams in the wordplay, the black diction, the black law, the law book, the black law, law, man, law book that y'all need to check out. That's why they got these word plays up in here so that they can kind of trick you into what they're doing. Let's analyze.
5: Has operated under emergency powers of our government. It is not the president that makes the decision in this country. It's the Secretary of Treasury who turns around and is put in there by the Federal Reserve to manage the bankruptcy. We've been in bankruptcy ever since. So to print $700 billion and to give it away, how do they get away with it? The manager of the bankruptcy is told by the Federal Reserve this is the way to go. That's where we're at today. What is the uh, proper relationship? What should be the proper relationship between a chairman of the Fed and a president of the United States?
0: Well, first of all, the Federal Reserve is an independent agency. And that means basically that uh, there is no other agency of government which can overrule actions that we take. So long as that is in place and there is no evidence that the administration or the Congress or anybody else is uh, requesting that we do things other than what we think is the appropriate thing, then what the relationships are. don't frankly matter.
1: Notice what Greenspan is saying. Greenspan is saying the Federal Reserve is beyond the law.
6: And in reality, they are in practice beyond the law. Nobody, as far as I know, has ever audited the Federal Reserve. One of the first things we ought to do when we nationalize the Fed is go in there and find out the audit. Who stole money? Who engaged in corruption?
1: There's a whole series of people going back to Volcker, to Greenspan,
5: to Bernanke, uh, and so forth. She is saying.
7: A stamp signature or a typed up signature is considered sign under the UCC. So when you get a letter in the mail and it has no signature, um, or you just have a stamp signature, then it is considered signed. The UCC is very, very important for people to learn about what's going on with their lives, because we are on the contract law, no other law. There is no law at all. In America, the court system is operated under military. When you walk into a courtroom, I don't, I don't care which courtroom, if it's a higher court or a lower court, they're under the military. Now you're walking in there and you're not a military member and you're not told that you've been tried under the military. If you mention the constitution, the judge says it does not apply in my courtroom but you don't know what he's saying because you don't know what they're doing to you when you're
2: there and all of that language is designed to confuse the hell out of you
7: yes it's designed under the UCC and they know they know what they're doing and they know how to uh, manipulate you
1: see fam this is called if you don't know what crafty counseling is when I say crafty counseling this is an example of crafty counseling and you're hearing all the crafty counseling. That's why we need to come away from America, family. How we gonna be playing a game that we not gonna win? And we playing and then we struggling to survive in a game that we ain't gonna win and then we on this individuality. When we gonna come to together as a nation get our minds straight, y'all? Let's analyze.
2: So you're saying all judges are very schooled and versed in UCC? Yes. They're taking special training
7: yes. schools in order to learn? Yes. Yeah, the president appoints all the federal judges in America. And he and they go to Scottsdale, Arizona and Reno, Nevada to train how to apply this fraud contract in the courtroom. And in the United Kingdom? For the United Kingdom. Majority of the judges here in the United Kingdom are not judges, they're just doing business, they might be a retired lawyer, they're doing business as judge.
2: And so-called judges in in Malawi and in Canada?
7: All of them, exactly the same system, they're under the UCC. Okay,
2: try to go and, and discover your own birth bond, let's call it that, and you try to discover the true value. How does one go about
7: doing that? You apply to this. Federal Reserve for it. There's forms that you can fill in, and you can, once you find the bonds and the serial numbers, you can get it from the Federal Reserve, because they have it. And you can then discover
2: the value of your bond? Of course. And the average, let's say, 50-year-old in the United States would be worth
7: what? 50-year-old in the United States, it could be worth hundreds of millions. But one comment, if you go on the the website and you put in your uh, birth certificate number and it comes up, only one. You have hundreds of thousands of people are trading on it.
2: Right.
7: That's only one that you know of.
2: I think what I'm getting at is what do you think it would be the median value of the average 50-year-old by the time they turn 50 in the United States? What is being traded?
7: I I would say maybe a billion, over a billion. Right.
1: You see, you see family, see my age. You hear what he's saying about my age, around my age range. How they doing fit? This this craft of counseling, fam. I don't know. I don't know. You know. I don't know about y'all, y'all. When when the Most High I said he start opening it up and and, and and giving out knowledge and understanding and reason and all that. And I caught a drift of that. And some of this stuff, no wonder the most I said, you know, once you see all this information, you have a pain in your heart, man. I've been used. I've been played on. I've been manipulated. You know, I've been molested. Prisoner of war, that's what we are, man. When y'all gonna realize this, man? Let's analyze. Has been
7: traded? Okay. Because when I checked, um, on one of of my numbers, is over 283,000 people are trading on it. Can you imagine how much money that is?
2: So when we hear that the U.S. has a debt of $23 trillion or whatever it is, uh, that fictitious money was all pumped out of the air, but effectively it was discharged against the value of... Yes. the people yes right so that's where the fiction emerges yes and it becomes this huge imbalance that no one quite understands how on earth we get that much money
7: they just made it up as they go along and tell us what they want to tell us yes but
2: they'll validate the making up of that money by yes. on paper discharging it against the value of
7: yes the citizen and the citizen's gold our sovereign gold we have gold for every pound that you, you if you weigh 8 pounds at birth
2: have eight
7: pounds of gold set aside for
2: you, assigned to you by whom? By the crown. In England. Yes.
1: And in the United States. Yes. By the treasury. Yes. And the- because the United States is owned by by the, the crown. Let's <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> um, So let's say this too. So you heard that right? Y'all heard that? United States is owned by the crown, brit See y'all. I told you they the same people. They are the same people. That's why they're hands and hands together. That's why they go and fight the war together. That's why they do their wickedness together. Y'all caught that right? Listen a analyze. 100 odd nations of the world.
2: There's hundreds and hundreds of small island states. But there's about 200 um, nation states, big nation states. They are all of them a franchise of the Anglo American Corporation. Yes. Let's call it that. Yes. And that the Anglo American Corporation is an extension of the British Crown. Crown, yes. And the British Crown is collateralized by what? Or backed by what?
7: Gold. And by the people. The hundreds of millions of people. The British Empire has just been on the ground, it's still there.
2: Controls the bank of international settlements, controls all the reserve banks around the world Yes, Yes. Correct, correct. So at what point do you believe the world sees through this grotesque fiction and then addresses
7: the source code and then writes it? I think if people get to know what the UCC and the contract law does and their straw, your straw man is your main problem once you can control your
6: straw
1: man and it is yours and not theirs anymore then you're in the right this seat. is beautiful see this is what i don't understand fam you know to me i don't understand that you see she said about the straw man and all that why do i gotta go to a process to be free, and when God came out, I, I came in this world, uh, God allow, allowed me to be free. So, all you have to do, and you ain't got to do all that, bro. All we got to do as a nation is pull back from that table and say, We ain't doing none of that stuff no more. We ain't found no papers. We ain't doing that because you still interacting in their fallacy and their foolishness. That's just like, you know, you married and your spouse is. Acting up, doing crazy stuff, and now you was like, I don't, I'm divorcing. You can have this foolishness. Whatever you do, I'm gone. And you're going to live your life and let that spouse do what they got to do. That's the mindset we got to do. Just like Africa. Africa is rising up as a nation. So what, 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 what we are doing in America, black man, y'all see the fallacies that are going on. Y'all know the hurt and the pain we see and, and, and the and the wickedness. We see that. At least majority of us see that. The rest of them just clowns. Let's analyze. Just said
2: you're talking about reclaiming the fiction that was established. Yes. The yes. False light. Reclaiming the false light that was established in your name, given your identity, so to speak, at birth, without your knowledge. You're talking about us needing to reclaim that false light and step into ourselves, our true selves, as a people of the world, in order to reclaim reality from the fiction. That's powerful.
7: Yes, it is. And that's what I think everyone needs to do. All the sovereign people that's in poverty and whatever they put us in, that's what we need to do. We need to reclaim that what they are making money on, that is ours. Then you wouldn't have wars, you wouldn't have people fighting for money, you wouldn't have poor people. Everybody will be okay, everybody, but they do not want you to. If you do that, that will break down their system and they do not want that. So, once you know, you need to get into it and you need to start reclaiming your straw man. It is yours.
1: See, you, you, you two, give you two bumps on now.
2: She is saying.
1: Uh, See, I want you to listen to what she was saying. You know, I don't know. That's why I say the common kind of man and common woman. And we get people who want to lead and they think they can lead us, but we supposed to be free people. We don't even know how to be free no more, man. We've been trapped in this delusional state for so long, we don't even know what reality is. We got so much smoke and cloud and fog in our universe and our, our mindset and our aura that we don't we don't even we can't even see see in front of us the reality. We always going on fillers. Willie Letter did a strong policy on us, y'all. And that's why I say to Africa, you know, y'all got leaders out there and they want to rule y'all and do all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? We common man and common woman. We dare, how dare allow another nation, another country, another man, another woman outrank the people. That's why all people, all people in Africa need to be sovereign people and claim their claim they solitude and no man should even stop them from doing what they need to do as long as they're doing the righteous thing. But, you know, all this is not going to be affected because the Bible says, until the Most High come and, and, and cool all this, this wickedness up, the Bible says the earth is given to the hands of the wicked, y'all. And you see how the wicked stirring and mixing up things that they doing the wickedest thing. And we falling for all this and we falling for this trap. When we gonna get the mindset of getting out of this trap, y'all? When we gonna try to get our children out of this trap, y'all? Because all it is is a trap. All it is is a movie script that we need to get out of, out of this trap. The most I said... The Mosai told us to do those 316 Law, statutes, and Commandments. Our forefathers didn't do that. Now we're in this delusionless trap. That's why Deuteronomy 28, 68 said that uh, uh, we were going to slavery and all that. We'll be sold to our enemies, the Caucasian man, because we we the only one. Somebody tell me this, fam. One nation came over here on cargo slave ship. One nation was sold to another nation for slave man and slave woman. Only people I can know about that is my forefathers. The Bible says, remember the days of old. Right? Tell t- tell the young ask ask the um ask the younger men and they'll teach you knowledge. Ask the older men and they'll teach you wisdom. So the knowledge that they're teaching you about your heritage, who you are, what you come from, why you're in this situation, and all this and this, this. The wisdom is how you you can get out of this thing because we got to get out we can't get out of it as an individual y'all we got the most high put us in this mess as a nation not as an individual and once we stop you know looking this way and looking that way for answers and this is what i think and this is what he think the most high is opening up the book for y'all the most high is it's it, it, it giving y'all the, the mindset to see what it is, but some, some of y'all is so much in delusional that it, it, he got to continue just like a uh like a shirt, y'all. You throw a shirt in a, a bucket full of water, right? And then when you finish washing and stuff, then you wring it out, then you wring it out then you ring it out so good so when you hang it up on the line it won't be all soaky wet
2: and
1: some of us some of, the, some of us are so hard hit that the most high gotta keep on ring, even though you ringed up all the water you still got to ring it up and then when you ring it up it's come out real wrinkled but when we gonna see the reality of things man When we gonna start playing the devil's game, man? And, man, when we gonna start loving each other and looking at each other as brothers, not enemies? I'm not your enemy. And the next brother shouldn't be your enemy either. Men need to start getting that out of their feelings. because when you're in your feelings, man, that hinders you from growing and growing in an intellectual way because when you're in your feelings, you can't grow in an intellectual way because you don't know everything. And sometimes you got to think, see, y'all y'all working with the thing or the, the kernel of the I spirit. I'm looking at the thing Of the kernel of an eye, from a spiritual point of view. So, looking in the eye of a spiritual point of view, I see, you know, you know, if the Most High is trying to move us as an individual to a certain spot, so we can do things, or we can, we can uh, be a part of the body and use our skills to the ability to edify Him. See, we always use our skills and ability to edify the Caucasian man and ourselves. But you never try to build your, your, your energy and your success and your talent edifying the Most High. You get praise and all you do, thank God, thank God, and then go about your wicked book, but you already know in your heart, you know, you, you're not really full, full of digestion of the Most High. Your tank is your tank is damn near halfway empty with, dealing with the most high. Oh, I'm halfway full. I'm halfway full. If you was halfway full, then how long have you been halfway full? Because if you keep on driving, either you're going to let it go out or you're going to fill it up. And when you filling it up, you should be having the mindset of you know, you know about what do the Most High really want us to do as a nation, not as an individual, as a nation. But we don't, we don't want to see that. See, we so much colonialism and, 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 and hypnotized by this football and basketball and American all this stuff is just a fallacy, man. Why these people sitting here doing this wicked stuff, entertaining y'all foolishness? You heard the man say you're an INC, man. When you're a citizen, you're an INC, a part of an INC. And you don't even know it. But no, we realize it, man. Just keep it smooth, keep it safe, and open your eyes. 1 and 7 all the men of the confederacy have brought thee even to the border. The men that were at peace with thee have deceived thee and prevailed against thee. They that, they that eat thy bread have laid a wound under thee. There is no understanding in him. Let's analyze.
8: Dear friends, if you want to learn clearly and openly my evaluation, the European Union is making an effort to sever itself from Turkey. During this period, when the European Union is making moves to sever itself from Turkey, We will make our evaluations regarding these developments. And after these evaluations, we may part ways with the European Union, if necessary. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan was asked about whether Moscow's withdrawal from the Black Sea Grain Deal had changed his attitude towards Russia.
9: I have no reason not to trust them. To the extent the West is reliable, Russia is equally reliable. For the last 50 years, we have been waiting at the doorstep of the EU, and at this moment in time, I trust Russia just as much as I trust the West
8: and on Sweden's NATO bid, Turkish President Erdogan reiterated that Stockholm needs to stop giving support to the activities of terror organizations.
9: First and foremost, Sweden's position and our current position within the EU accession negotiations are two separate things. We have repeatedly stated that we were ready to support Sweden's bid to join NATO, but Sweden is supposed to rise up to the occasion and keep their promises because on the streets of Stockholm, we still see terrorists wandering around freely.
1: Second Ezra 15 and 20. Behold, said Yahweh, I will call together all the kings of the earth to reverence me which are from the rising of the sun, from the south, from the east and Libyanus to turn themselves once against another and repay the things that they have done to them. Let's analyze. The
10: clouds of war are forming. The rivalry is at its peak, and it's taken a bitter turn. Shared ancestry and history mean nothing anymore. We're not talking about people, but nations. The Korean peninsula is on the edge. North and South Korea are preparing for something that hasn't been witnessed since World War II. A nuclear war. A few days ago, North Korea unveiled a new tactical nuclear submarine. This is their first ever homemade nuclear submarine, and it's called Submarine No. 841. This is a major boost to North Korea's offensive capabilities, and Kim Jong-un doesn't want to stop with just one. Apart from a new submarine, North Korea has made strides in developing another crucial weapon. These are the missiles capable of carrying a nuclear payload. North Korea has at least 40 different types of ballistic missiles. But Pyongyang's most lethal missile is the Hwasong-17. It's capable of delivering a nuclear payload. It can carry multiple warheads. And the total warhead payload can reach up to 3,500 kilograms. The Hwasong-17 has a range of up to 15,000 kilometers, which means it can strike any city in the United States,
5: including Washington DC and New York. North Korea's nuclear and missile capabilities pose the most significant and dire threat currently in existence. The provocative actions of North Korea, including cyber warfare and psychological warfare, are becoming increasingly intelligent and diverse. During such times, the overwhelming strength of the South Korea-U.S. alliance, coupled with the practical training and exercises of South Korean and U.S. troops, along with their resolute mental preparedness, serves as the foundation of power that deters North Korean provocations and enables an immediate and decisive response in case of any North Korean provocation. With North Korea's nuclear arrogance, the U.S. and South Korea have
10: taken their ties to new heights. A third nation, has joined the alliance, Japan. Despite Japan and South Korea having a rocky history, the US has convinced Japan to partner up against North Korea. In August, the US hosted the two countries and formed a new trilateral alliance. So what has Pyongyang done about it? It's also forming alliances. North Korea has always been a close ally of China. But now a new partner is emerging, Russia. Russian President Vladimir Putin wants closer ties with Kim Jong-un. In fact, the two leaders even met recently. Clearly, North Korea has found a new ally in Russia.
1: Jeremiah 51 and 14 The Lord of hosts has sworn by himself, saying, Surely I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars, and they shall live up and shout against thee. Let's analyze.
9: Over the past 24 hours, we've seen a record number of illegal immigrants pouring across the border in the United States and in Europe. Uh, it's being called an invasion. I don't know what else you would call it when you see these images. Uh, it's or, or an act of war, perhaps, as others are calling it in Italy. Why are governments, by the way, not stopping this? Why are they just allowing this to happen? One has to wonder if this is not all part of a, a larger plan, of course. Here's the, here's the thought piece. Would the United States allow 6,000 armed Russian soldiers to invade our southern border every day? because that's basically what's happening. That's how many people per day are now pouring across the United States border. 6,000 um, on, on a slow day, by the way, because numbers are far in excess of that on other days. Could it all be part of a United Nations plan, a World Economic Forum plan? We'll have more on that in a second, but first to Europe. Overnight, thousands more illegal migrants arriving by boat, pouring onto the streets of, of Italy in Lampedusa, Italy. Uh, these are just the images uh, overnight. and just. Remarkable Here you can see how many people are pouring into the, you know, off this boat and they don't have any room for them anymore. Um, this is on top of the tens of thousands that already arrived over the past few days. You can see fights breaking out, of course, not only from locals, but amongst themselves, uh, you know, in these crowds. Illegals now outnumber the small population four to one. So the natives that live on this island are like, what the heck? What the heck? Some, you know, and A lot of the natives have been relatively gracious. I mean, they've come out and offered food and stuff and so forth to these people. They've set up tents and all of that. But it's now taking over. And now they're taking over the government control, establishing their own form of government. Um, that's known as an invasion, by the way. Uh, roadblocks set up. You can see these roadblocks set up now and uh, blocking police access. Too. So police can't do anything to stop it. I mean, these are this is by all accounts you know an invasion when when you have people taking over main roadways and not allowing police to go through you're you're not in charge anymore so they've set up these roadblocks I uh, here see how he
1: talked it's in an invasion okay so these people do that it is an invasion so britain is France don't wanna get out of Africa and the and back so is they doing the invasion on that too. Do they consider that an invasion? He won't they won't even leave out of out of out of Africa in the embassy. So you know how the crafty council and how the Caucasian man invaded every country, every country in that so you know, and my thing is we don't know Who knows? The most high only spirit knows. These might be the people that have been shipped away from their country. Now, the the universe is bringing them back. A lot of people had let, they shipped a lot of people out of this country all these years. So we don't even know what the spiritual realm is. But we're going to analyze.
9: It's how the BBC is describing it uh, overnight, that this is an act of war against the people uh, of of Italy. Watch.
3: Not since the crisis in 2015 has Europe seen images quite like this. The Deputy Prime Minister describes it as an invasion. It is obviously organized, financed, and prepared. It is an act of war, because if we go on at 6,000 migrants a day, it means collapse for Italian society. I said it at the beginning what is happening in Lampedusa is the death of Europe
1: Revelations 6 and 6 and I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny And see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Let's analyze.
6: The details of the weapons ban are not yet clear but the Polish Prime Minister's announcement is a dramatic escalation. We are not transferring any weapons to Ukraine because we are now aiming to defend ourselves with the most modern weapons. Poland has been one of Ukraine's staunchest supporters in its fight against Russia's aggression. It has provided tanks, heavy artillery, ammunition and safe haven for a million refugees. But the row of Ukraine's grain imports is threatening all that. This all started with an EU decision to lift a temporary ban on Ukrainian grain imports since the collapse of the Black Sea grain deal Ukraine has sought alternative ways to export its products. Brussels said they won't distort the European market. Poland, Hungary, and Slovakia insist they will and impose their own ban. Mateusz Morawiecki! It breaches EU rules and has provoked real anger in Kiev. But Poland and Slovakia are holding elections next month. Domestic self interest is at play.
8: Dear friend,
1: Jeremiah 10 and 25. Pour out the fury upon the heathens that knows thee not and upon the family that call, call Noah or thy name for they have eaten up Jacob and devoured him and consumed him and have made his habitation desolate who is Jacob that's our forefathers. That's who they talking about. Our forefathers, Jacob, Israel. How they had destroyed us. How they got us in desolate. So the Most High putting out this fury for what what happened to our forefathers in this captivity of slavery. Let's analyze.
8: From the air, from the ground, and fighting fire with fire. Authorities battle to control a blaze that's taken hold in the Glasshouse Mountains National Park. Those evacuated yesterday thought they were in the clear. But this afternoon, crews raced to protect homes as the blaze broke containment lines. Police are treating it as suspicious. More than a dozen fires are burning across the state, from New Mapoon on Cape York to the Scenic Rim. Emerald cattle producer Maury Idles was allowed back to his home last night after flames took hold in a forestry lease.
2: We've had three or four fires in the last month, it's
8: pretty scary. The threat came within a kilometre of his home. There's that much fuel, that's what's so worrying. Campers have been told to leave the nearby Blackdown Tableland National Park as a bushfire tears through. Further north, water bombers joined the effort to tame a blaze at Jalago, south of Townsville. Temperatures are predicted to reach the mid-30s on Thursday, 10 degrees above average. That's when the fire danger is expected to peak.
1: Second Ezra, 15 and 5. Behold, said the Most High, I will bring a plague upon the world, the swarm. The sword, famine, death, and destruction. Let's analyze.
11: Eastern Gulf of Thailand, the waters are an unusually bright jade green. With estimates, some areas contain more than 10 times the normal amount of plankton. An aquatic dead zone is developing in its
6: wake. (laughs) The damage appears to be 100%.
12: They just fall off when you shake it. There are no live mussels left. They're all dead, including the
3: oysters too.
11: The high amount of plankton harms the environment and marine life in several ways.
3: The plankton in the water eats up all the nutrients or dies due to a lack of life. Their carcasses will then sink to the seabed and are decomposed by bacteria. The bacterial decomposition depletes oxygen in the water.
11: Authorities say more than 80% of the 300 mussel farms in the Chonburi area have been affected by the plankton bloom. This fisherman estimates it's cost him $20,000.
12: I'm 100% certain that I'd lose over 500,000 baht. As for other farms
3: around here, the loss is unfathomable.
11: Scientists are still trying to understand the scale of destruction. While plankton blooms typically happen one or two times per year, this instance is extreme.
3: This is the first I've seen it so bad since I was born, which means it's very severe this year.
11: With El Niño expected to cause drought and higher sea temperatures, scientists are still trying to work out if the two events are related.
3: From a scientific perspective, we haven't reached a clear conclusion. We can only see both events have occurred at the same time.
11: There's hope science will help predict future patterns, so maybe the next major bloom can be avoided.
1: Psalms 107, 33 and 34. He turned rivers into wilderness, and the water spring into dry ground. A fruit land into barrenness for the wickedness of them that dwell therein. Let's analyze.
12: It's been four long hot months since the East Nusa Tenggara region has seen rain. These once fertile rice fields are now terraces of parched dirt. Thousands of hectares in the Prabakul village in the East Sumba district have been destroyed by drought. The rain stopped in May this year. We haven't been able to plant anything since then. We need help from the government. We have to ration our food because the rice that we have is not enough to consume like on normal days. Residents are also struggling to access clean water. With catchments and rivers reduced to a trickle, they have no choice but to walk kilometers to the nearest riverbed and take supplies back to their village to drink, wash and irrigate their dying crops.
8: I'm worried the drought will continue for a long time. How are we going to live? How do I feed my family?
12: It's a reality acknowledged by Indonesian authorities who warned that the El Niño, which brings prolonged hot and dry weather, is now affecting more than two-thirds of Indonesia. The impact is expected to peak in the last week of September, with an even greater risk of water shortages, forest fires and crop failure. The region is a big producer of palm oil, rice and coffee beans. This year, due to the exacerbated heat and the prolonged drought, farmers have struggled to produce a crop.
6: We need more than 30,000 tonnes of rice for all the people living in the East Sumba region for a year. We are usually able to provide rice from our own farmers' fields, but this year we weren't able to do it.
12: With these conditions expected to continue into October, the President Joko Widodo has instructed regional governments to set aside funds to aid those worst hit.
1: Ecclesiasticus, Rock, 515. Be not ignorant of anything in a great matter or a small. Let's analyze.
8: The sea ice surrounding Antarctica is well below any previous recorded winter level. That's what's shown by satellite data. And it's a worrying new benchmark for a region that once seemed resistant to global warming. Have a look at this map. So this image shows the typical extent of sea ice at this time of year, specifically on the 14th of September. So that's the yellow dotted line. But the actual extent of ice is much less than the median. And as we head into the Antarctic summer, much of the existing ice will continue to melt. Let's get more on this and go live now to Mike Childs, who's head of policy, science and research at Friends of the Earth. Thanks so much for joining us, Mike. So what does that regression of sea ice tell us about global climate shifts?
13: Well, it tells us that climate change is happening faster than we thought. Um, we're seeing these kind of alarm bells going off around the world. We've got the sea ice, as you say, in, in Antarctica. We've got Canadian wildfires we've seen all through the summer. Extreme rain, perhaps connected to the dreadful uh, situation in, in Libya. Um, we saw uh, much of Europe um, under record heatwave heat wave this, this summer. I mean, this is just another wake-up call to governments to say we really need to start taking this issue seriously. We really need to stop putting oil on the fire of climate change by by, by uh, giving the go-ahead to new oil and gas licenses or failing to curb emissions because, you know, as this sea ice goes and as we see these extremes around the world, we're going to get more and more uh, dangerous weather events around the world harming more people and, and harming our economies and food production. But of course, as you say, Alex there's lots of species that also depend on on that sea ice and a stable environment. So certainly for some of the penguins you see in Antarctica, that's going to be more and more worrying. We're going to see much more challenging uh, environment for them to, to thrive and, and, and we could lose some species of those. And then in the north, in, in the Arctic, we can see the challenges faced to the wildlife there. So wildlife will be suffering because of, of this climate change, both in those locations, but around the world, because this extreme weather that's Battering the planet is not only harming humans, and harming our economies, and
14: harming our food production. Who can expose Europe's exploitation of Africa, it's the former African Union ambassador, Dr. Arikana Chihombori Kwao. Perhaps that's the reason she was fired from her post in 2019. Even though European colonizers have used subtle ways to continue exploiting African countries, it's hidden from nobody. The Western media would like to justify and hide these abuses, and people in the West seem to believe whatever false is said. However, what Dr. Arakana said recently has not only made European countries like France sweat, but it has also shaken their legs. From explaining how France puts puppet presidents in francophone African countries, to how it deprives them of their natural resources, she gave a good beating to all the European countries with colonial mentality. But what more did she say? Let's know about that. What's happening right now in the African continent is something that never happened in the past. The Western world might like to dub Africa's fight for real independence as coups, but in reality, they are kicking the European colonizers out. These colonizers continued to suck blood even after superficially ending their colonial era. For years, Dr. Anikana has been more vocal about this than anyone else. She was the African Union ambassador to the US until 2019 after which she was removed forcibly. It's because she started to expose colonial powers which continue to exploit Africa to this day, including France. Hence, since the West and the US could not handle her, let alone answer her questions, they forced the African Union to remove her from ambassadorship. But she did.
1: See y'all, you heard what it is. They what who they force, so that's why I said the African Union ain't nothing but a public for, for the Caucasian man. That's why I tell these people that's all in Africa and talking about African Union and all that. You already see that. How so another country he said he forced them, they asked him, they forced them. So, why are y'all gonna join the African Union? Why are y'all dealing with the African Union? Why are y'all even associated with the African Union? This is the crafty council that I've been trying to tell you all through this. The people in the African Union, let them go over there and be with them colonialism and let them go spit that look. That's why I say the common man and common woman in Africa, y'all need to come away from all that. Let's craft the council. Let's analyze.
14: Not stop. Recently, she addressed what's happening in Africa and how European countries are stressed out about that. She said that there is indeed a significant issue at hand especially for Western nations. It's clear that they didn't anticipate this turn of events as happening in Niger and Gabon. However, it was rather naive on the part of Western nations to believe that the exploitation of Africa would continue without any resistance indefinitely. She continued and said that it's becoming evident that Western powers may be facing a daunting challenge. What's unfolding in Africa can certainly be characterized as a revolution and a long overdue one at that. When we talk about the nature of this revolution, it's important to understand that it's essentially a revelation among the black population. People are waking up to the fact that the historical exploitation of Africa has been fundamentally wrong and they are demanding change. True change must come from the people themselves. This African awakening is marked by a growing awareness among the electorate. They are now well informed and understand the real issues and how important this has been for Africa cannot be put in words. The main trigger everyone was waiting for was that people in Africa should stand up and stand united, which they are doing now. Dr. Anakana said that in the past, Africans were often misled and given false information, diverting their attention from the true culprits. This was part of the brainwashing propaganda by establishing schools working under the financial aid programs of the Western world. One might understand what they taught the young Africans there. They undertook the job of indoctrinating the young Africans so their leanings could be made flexible. In that way, they did not know who was to blame, avoiding any chances of revolution. But now, things changed so rapidly that France has been left with no time to do anything about that at all. During the coup in Niger, France and Macron did not, and the same was the case during the coup in Gabon. In both countries, France had soldiers present, but they decided not to intervene or avoid the coup. This simply means accepting the de facto reality that from now on, Africa is powerful and it will not tolerate any interference. Dr. Anakana said that in the past, many African leaders were essentially puppets put in place to perpetuate the legacy of their former colonial rulers, particularly in the former French colonies. They were constrained with no control over their military, natural resources or finances. However, the tide is changing and people are realizing the need for sovereignty. Dr. Anikana pointed toward a very bitter reality. African nations have been forced to deposit their bank reserves with France, surrendering control over their valuable natural resources without adding value and granting France preferential rights to contracts. Not only that, but earlier, France has maintained its military presence and the ability to intervene in these countries when it feels its interests are threatened. It has also ensured that these countries can only receive training and equipment from France. This web of control is now being unveiled, and people are beginning to grasp the depth of the exploitation they have endured. In a recent interview, Dr. Arakana was given the opportunity to express her views without interruptions or distortions, which is commendable. One key point she made is that the West did not anticipate the recent wave of activism in Africa. The youth, especially in the Sahel and Western regions, have risen up to reject exploitation, puppet leadership, and dehumanization. She touched on the fact that some African leaders, like the recently overthrown President Mohamedou Isufu, were seen as allies of Western nations. These leaders often prioritized Western interests over their own country's development. Dr. Arakana questioned the integrity and intentions of leaders who are considered Western allies, as their actions may not benefit their own people. Another critical issue she raised is the exploitation of Africa's vast resources. For example, she mentioned how Niger sells uranium to France for a meager $0.90 per kilogram, while France then sells it to other Western nations for $200 per kilogram. This enormous profit margin for Western countries at the expense of African resources is shocking and unjust. It highlights the extreme level of exploitation that African nations have endured. Dr. Anikana said something which European countries should be ashamed of. She said that Western countries have benefited by building their infrastructure and education systems using African resources. However, their insatiable greed has pushed Africans to their breaking point. This is why many Africans are saying, enough is enough. They are rejecting French and American exploitation in various regions of the continent. Here we should know what Dr. Arcana thinks about the ongoing coups in Africa. She said that the situation in Nigeria differs from many other coups that have occurred on the continent. It stands out in the sense that it was genuinely initiated by the Nigerian people, in response to their dissatisfaction with the existing status quo. This sets it apart from other coups that have been orchestrated by Western powers to serve their own interests. Dr. Arekana argues that the current situation in Niger should not be labeled a coup but rather a revolution or an ideological shift in economic, political, and social values. She emphasizes that the new generation of Africans is awakening to these issues. She further states that since the Niger Junta enjoys the support of the masses, dialogue and peaceful resolution should be pursued as a far better option than resorting to outright military intervention. She stresses that military intervention in Niger is not a viable option and goes on to assert that as Africans, we must find better ways to address our issues. She calls on our elders to come together and engage in meaningful conversations, focusing on what is ultimately best for the people. This includes not only the people in Niger, but also those in all former French colonies. And ultimately, let's continue now. Dr. Arakana stresses that this moment calls for unity, meaningful unity of purpose among African leaders. It's a call to acknowledge that the current situation can no longer persist as the people have spoken, and she hopes that our leadership will listen. She distinguishes the recent events in Niger, Burkina Faso, Mali, and Guinea from previous coups orchestrated by Western powers, many of which had their own hidden agendas. Some of these leaders who attempted to act in their people's best interests were tragically assassinated. The difference lies in the fact that these recent movements are led by the people themselves. The people have gained a deep understanding of the issues, and they are standing up to declare that the current situation is unfair and unacceptable. Dr. Arikana believes that what is happening in these four countries should be seen as an ideological realignment of their economic, political, and social values. It's driven by a sense of desperation among the people due to the vast natural resources and widespread poverty. This awakening has prompted the people to rise up and demand change. Dr. Anikana said that when we examine the situation in the former French colonies, we find a disturbing reality. Even before a president assumes office, there are certain areas that are considered off-limits, areas that, if touched upon, could jeopardize one's life. These areas include the military, finances, and the requirement to deposit reserves with the French treasury. Additionally, it extends to the domain of natural resources where French companies hold the first right of approval. In short, African presidents are told that as long as they refrain from discussing these critical aspects, such as the French military presence in their country, the training and equipping of their military by France, and the exploitation of their natural resources, they are free to govern their nation as they see fit. Dr. Anakana asked to consider the dilemma of such leaders. What kind of leadership could they provide when these fundamental areas of economic development are no longer within their reach? It is utterly bewildering that, despite the passage of time, African leaders have been unable to undo the agreements that were imposed upon them when they gained independence. It's impossible that a country like Niger in 2023 remains the second poorest in the world while the bulk of its resources continue to flow to France. Most of Niger lacks access to electricity, yet its uranium powers France and Europe. This injustice extends across various aspects, and it is both unfair and unacceptable. One cannot help but wonder how Western powers can go to bed each night knowing the havoc they have wrought in Africa, and expecting this exploitation to endure indefinitely. She asserted that the time has arrived for the children of Africa to awaken. In an exclusive interview with the Amsterdam News, Ambassador Chihamboree Kwao stated that the colonizers never truly departed. In reality, the colonizers have maintained their influence in every aspect of our lives. Even when we gained independence in the 50s and 60s, it was primarily political independence, she said. She went on to say that even that independence is restricted because they still dictate and control the selection of the next country's president. During the conversation, She emphasized that Africa is still wrestling with the struggle to break free from the oppressive grip of European colonialism. She said that we never achieved economic liberation. They kept it from us. She added that in former English colonies, numerous British companies still operate and employ a significant portion of the population. This restricts the president's ability to make critical decisions due to the fear of consequences if those controlling the economy become dissatisfied. Therefore, we require economic liberation, and until that is achieved, Africa will continue to face challenges. Back in 2019, due to having a strict stance on Europe's exploitation, she was removed as the African Union's ambassador to the U.S. When asked about her surprise at the global response, the ambassador expressed that she was completely taken aback and that she never anticipated it. She remembered the time and said someone sent me the petition, and I came across it like everyone else. I was genuinely shocked i didn't realize that the work i had been engaged in had reached such far reaching audiences i was simply a mother and grandmother who also happened to be a diplomat speaking our truth she said that she believed that she had been given a platform to represent 1.27 billion people on the continent and 250 million in the americas if she didn't speak out against the injustices and problems she witnessed every day then it would mean that the 127 billion people in Africa and the 250 million in the Americas would be left voiceless. That was not something she was willing to accept. Belonging to Zimbabwe, the ambassador attributes her inspiration to her father's account of white settlers, forcibly evicting their family from ancestral land when he was a 13-year-old boy. She said that her father remembered the British arriving and setting the entire village ablaze, causing everyone to scatter in all directions clutching whatever they could carry, and fleeing. Her father recalled how all the land was taken, and how brutal it was. But he always said these people were thieves, and one day we would defeat them. She said that she grew up with the belief that the British were thieves and that they were destined to be defeated. That fighting spirit was always within her, and her father always believed that one day we would triumph. She said that she was glad her father lived to witness us reclaim our land. Earlier, In the months leading up to Dr. Arikana chihombari Kwao's dismissal, she delivered a series of speeches in which she openly challenged France's role in Africa. Within this neo-colonial framework, Africa contributes a staggering $500 billion annually to the French Treasury. And this is shameful. France has utilized this wealth to make substantial investments and inject trillions of dollars into its own economy. Even France's longest-serving president, François Mitterrand, candidly acknowledged in 1957 that, without Africa, France will slide down into the rank of a third world power. Furthermore, the CFA Franc, a currency used by 14 nations in Western and Central Africa, has been exploited by France to maintain control over its former colonies. Dr. Chihombori Kwao has been a vocal advocate for exposing how France continues to exploit Africa's resources. Out of approximately 68 coups that have occurred in Africa, a staggering 61% have unfolded in what are known as francophone countries. In essence, any African leader working to free their country from France's economic stranglehold faced the threat of being ousted through a coup engineered by France. However, this time is different. Now coups in African countries are being carried out by real African soldiers and supported by the people of African countries. That's an equation which has been completely changed by Africa. Isn't every word Dr. Arikana said true? Do you think that from now on, it will be impossible for France to continue exploiting African countries? Let us know your...
0: Output Out exposing the sample, call him Kunye West. America gonna be destroyed. No doomsday threats, it's gonna get hit with ballistic missiles from God and Magog. You shouldn't have had liposuction, should have jogged the weight off. We the resistance, hear the bravery in my voice. You lied to us when you said slavery was a choice. Nigga must have smoked up a whole quarter piece 1441, we was kidnapped by the Portuguese When I hear the words, make America great again All it means is make blacks and Latino slaves again You said Bush don't care about black people When it comes to cooning, you're a Barclay and Shaq's equal You was the realest spitter, ripping the beat up Now you in a something place, phone clicking the teacup Yeah, Learning you're a slave, mom turning in her grave Lyrical sermon on the page, just burning off America age. was great when they stole the land from the natives, it was great when they brought blacks over on slave ships, it was great when they prospered off free labor, it was great when Burning our bodies with sweet savor. it was great when they could rape our women at will, it was great when they did our children like Emmett Till, it was great when firemen sprayed us with hoses, it was great when they killed all our modern day Moses. Could you cherish a place where we perished in hate? Then wear a hat that says you wanna make America great. Your character's fake, saying Trump represents freedom. He's eat em. he told cops when you stop, blacks mistreat them. Everything changed when you got with that ratchet thought. Your mom's casket dropped, Evil cerebral and rapid thoughts aftershock you started tweaking off acid drops high as an astronaut i bet this shit happened to travis scott watch the throne you really sold yourself a dream it seemed the people higher up got the lowest self-esteem you're made back on the road to hell you should be wearing that hat that said your soul for sale Look at all this backlash hate First you backstab, whole, then you backstab Drake MK ultra I stuck in your mouth wide This ain't the same kumbaya from the south Side. America was great when Cotton picking with bloody fingers It was great when We called Mexicans beaners It was great when We didn't have a voice to speak It was great when They fed us scraps, no choice to eat It was great when They fed our babies to gators It was great when They beat us before the taser It was great in the 20s 30s and 40s it was great when the media didn't cover our stories yeah Deacon, aka five lawyers All oh, praise you How about I was shy. hey kanye man get out you out of pocket homie all the jews all the gems all the jewels and gems you gave us about our history all the social injustice that you spoke out about And now this, this ain't the land of our rest, all right? We're under curses, we Israelites. They're not for us, man.